Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Chris Warren. Stay ready, guys. Jameson is off this week, so welcome super fan and former Leroy love interest, Amy, to the show. <laughs> That's actually true. Uh, it might seem like a joke, but it's true. <laughs> We just watched episode 14 of The Challenge Rider Dies. We saw the glorious return of Kenny, even more Tori and Jordan drama, and another Tiege twist. We're going to do Killed It or Send It Home and MVPs and Losers. But first, some questions. How did you feel about the TJ twist, Wern? Do you like having to compete to get back in the game? Do you think it's fair? I do like that they have to compete because immediately when they he let uh, everybody just... Um, join back in that you know they're hiding in the uh, rocks around the zone uh, and they just come out of the the rocks I guess maybe that's where they stayed while they were eliminated um when he let everybody come back in the reunite with their partners um immediately I was just like this is too many people there's just too many people he's talking about going to a final soon I'm like there's no way um so I'm happy that there's people getting eliminated I almost even thought maybe he just jumped to this too quick like maybe we should just gone like another week of like eliminations or something before uh this reuniting thing but um i do like it i do like that it's happening regardless so uh, yeah it's interesting i don't know how do you feel about it amy well normally you know this was a little bit different than they normally do because i i liked the angle that people were actually being punished if they hadn't you know, continued to look out for their, you know, ride or die. And yes. that, you know, that element of it made it feel bigger than, bigger than this moment, you know, and I, I love a larger concept, you know, ad folks, but uh, I think that I love that like Fessy kind of got like a, oh, sorry, Fessel, sorry, uh, got his comeuppance for his kind of rudeness to Mariah so you know I liked that yeah they had to come back and fight but they got kind of a little bit of a punishment too for not putting themselves out there to really save their ride or die <laughs> Casey yeah there was no real consequence especially when Fessy is the first one to qualify gets in scot-free he was the one that was a dick to his partner and nothing happened nothing bad happened whatsoever he's just back in and now has a good partner as at his side exactly exactly especially for that elimination which is just like okay do we expect anybody else to win <laughs> i mean it's kind of not fair i wish i almost wish um i don't know i wish that tj kind of like structured the eliminations obviously there's gonna be another one but in a way that maybe uh it favored one of the other two teams just to put the heat on them because obviously like that was the most like fractured relationship uh or fractured rider ride and die or rider die or whatever that we had so I would have liked to have seen you know can they uh you know kind of group together and be a team when they needed to be can Fessel support Mariah when he needs to or is he going to revert back to being you know the old Fessel that we know the Fessy that we know uh yeah. wow but that's, that's an interesting point you made because I, I would have almost enjoyed you know, for them, this is a test for them to get to the final. Could they have done a mini final that had many different, you know, like a, a puzzle element or we know an eating element, which Fessy's not going to be able to handle an eating Can't competition final. 
can't, can't do it. So it would have been interesting to have a, a like an ultimate test of like, if you can make it back through this, this mini final, then you deserve to, to run the big one. Especially most eliminations, the producers do not know exactly who is going to be competing. This one is the one that they did. They know exactly which three teams pretty much. So to give the giant rolling pin thing to Fessy and Mariah, who are built to do this, where you have tiny Casey and her even tinier brother <laughs> trying to hold this thing up, they had no chance of winning this. Totally. I was And I was waiting the whole time I was watching it for, like, they all keep complaining about this sand. Like, get off the fucking thing and wipe the sand off. <laughs> Seriously. Pick your fucking hand and wipe it off and nobody did that they're just like this sand is awful and then they're just like tap dancing in the sand like come yeah. on guys yeah, it, it would have taken all of 10 seconds to <laughs> take your sleeve and give it a whoop and you're good <laughs> just a just a whoop that's it <laughs> so amy tori and jordan i mean how many weeks has this been have we ever had a more annoying relationship drama on the challenge I mean, you know, I, I don't want to give away too much of, you know, what's going to want to come later, but it really is just not none of my business. I feel like we're involved in ways that we shouldn't be like, like I'm, it harkens me back to my old breakup and I'm getting upset and I'm just like, fuck that guy. Like, how dare he? Like, I feel I feel for her and I, I just don't want to be in part of it. Like, I want to see more like hookups. Like, let's let's like redo this thing. So we have some, you know, like whoop, unplanned pregnancies, you know, like stuff like that. <laughs> there was no better storyline than when somebody had to take a pregnancy test on oh. the challenge. It's the best. What was it like last season when like three people dropped out unexpectedly and then like came out later that they were knocked up? Like. Uh, that's the thing is just i mean unplanned pregnancy but they still compete through it because they're challengers this is what they do yeah. be incredible it's good for a fetus to be dangled from a 20 foot or 20 story building and a pure a pure challenge fetus though <laughs> i did get um did anyone else get zach vibes from jordan's behavior this episode oh. a lot of Ooh. gaslighting the gaslighting, but then also like, I just, I can't, I can't stand how like he behaves. And then it's like, you know, throughout the last couple episodes, the last couple weeks. And then he's like, you know, I will always love Tori. And and like, and then like tries to make this whole thing of it at the end. That's like, we're just really special and we just love each other. And like, <laughs> there will always be this love there. And it's like, then fucking act like it, you idiot. Like, Jesus, it's just that's not the way you're acting like you're saying one thing and you're doing another and it's just it's really annoying it's annoying yeah don't want i don't i'm typical over, over it typical man um no <laughs> i i totally agree he's got such a god complex and yeah and you can act like you're you know the bigger person at the end and act like you're doing the right thing We've all had some pretty bad breakups, I'm sure. Have you ever had one where in front of 10 other people, you make your ex cry and tell her to fuck off? I, I have not. <laughs> no, but I've been on the receiving end of that. So. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I haven't had the joy of doing that. <laughs> what a lucky guy. <laughs> uh, well, let's do Killed It or Send It Home, Chris Warren. 
Um, so, you know, tonight or last night, whenever you watch this, uh, we watched a bunch of people tango in on the side of a building at 20 stories high or whatever it was that TJ said it, it was enough to make Chauncey shake in his boots. Um, and it just made me think, you know, there's a lot of like people who embrace heights, no fear of heights. And I'm just going to throw it out to you guys. Heights. Are you afraid of them? Uh, or, you know, are you not afraid of them? Are you ready to just walk on the edge, jump out of an airplane? Uh, heights killed it or send it home. Danny, why don't you start us off? Um, I'm going to send it home. I didn't think I had a problem with heights. And then my wife surprised me with um, skydiving for my 30th birthday. And it was horrendous. I've never had my body, my body like shut down like this. I was terrified. I spent a long time in a porta potty before actually doing it. <laughs> just having the worst, most nervous poops of my life. It was, <laughs> it was, it was a disaster. So like, I didn't fully, I think I could have done that challenge that Chauncey did, like, but I wouldn't have been happy about it. I don't know. It sounds like you couldn't have done it. Without the, the poops, not without the poops. Yeah, as long as I had time to poop beforehand, I think I would have been okay. <laughs> I could just clear everything out. <laughs> um, I, uh, I've also been skydiving. Uh, I'm afraid of roller coasters. Um, skydiving was easy for me. Um, I am about to, uh, give birth in a couple months. So for me, that's a fear that is valid. So I'm okay with heights. I am not okay with an unmedicated birth. Why, um, skydiving easier than a roller coaster, if I may ask? Um, I think it was because I was studying abroad and I was like, probably still drunk from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> a liquid courage. <laughs> yeah. Better than liquid shits. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I've said that before. <laughs> Sometimes one comes after the other. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to also send it home. Heights freak me out. I'm like, not going to lie about it. I mean, I know if Jameson were here, you know, I'd tell some spiel about how I'm extreme, but, um, Man, I, I don't know. I've done work where I've like been on top of roofs and things like that. And just like, man, I keep my distance from the edge. I keep my distance from the edge. I never understand those people that can just like walk to the edge. And like, I mean, obviously, I'm not someone who just like falls down when I'm like standing in my life or trips or anything like. However, if I am within like 10 feet of like any kind of ledge, I'm just like, Nope, that's it. No, I'm good right here. Like, I'm just going to like tiptoe, maybe go on all fours, <laughs> crawl over there. Like... Like, it's all good. Well, that's why this challenge that they did, very easy if it's a foot off the ground. It's not even a challenge, but 20 stories up, then, you know, then people get wobbly. Even, even the mighty Fessy was looking pretty scared. Oh, yeah. I just don't understand, like, when they're screening people for this, like, we know Fessy doesn't eat bull testicle like chauncey you know whether or not you're going to be able to do this like i'm sure right. do you think it's something they ask during the casting process like are you going to quit like is this an element that they want because it happens every time and you know is this just trying to get tj pissed which you know i think they have to ask i think they want these moments on tv and to see because even when somebody faces their fear and does it that's a good tv moment too so i think they want people to be uh, 
unnerved by this stuff. Mm-hmm. So mine is, you know, the budget of this show has clearly gone up and up. You know, the the events get bigger. Everything has gotten bigger and better except one element of this show. And TJ is still using an air horn. Is this really the best we can do? Killed it if you're happy with the air horn or send it home if you think we could get him a better piece of technology. I'm going to jump in. I'm going to say um, killed it with the air horn. I, you know what? I think air horns are just used in uh basically like just tons of sports you know from all different kinds of levels obviously the nba has like an air horn on like the pa system but it's still basically an air horn um so i think and you know what the thing is for me too is i think tj just likes having the power right there in his hands like he could just be like nope it's over like beep you're done beep you're a quitter beep you know whatever um so i'm gonna say killed it because I don't know if anything's going to have quite that effect in his hand. I could be wrong, but I'm going to say killed it to the air horn. I like it. Amy. I am also going to say killed it to the air horn, but in defense of the low budget, because I think that I don't need to see fire. I don't need all this stuff. Like take me back to when they had to melt ice with their ass cracks on the beach. Like I don't, I'm ready for the old, like, poor challenges you know like if I have to go down to the beach and I'm like carrying all of my equipment like that's a challenge like an umbrella putting an umbrella up like I'm okay with seeing stuff like that I don't need to see big trucks like going like people jumping like that's not why I watch this show and they're just wasting money like put more money into the alcohol budget and erratic people and that's what I want to (laughs) watch I, did you notice last night when they're playing, you know, the shove a volleyball into the trash can challenge and they were going through the different years and one of them truly looked like they used a trash can that they found. Like they threw it together in 20 minutes in Bali or wherever. They were. Exactly. That's what I want to see. <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to kill it. I think I was prepared to send it home and you guys have talked me into this because it is like a little artifact from the way the challenge used to be. Like it's the one little holdover and Tiege himself, I guess. But even he, his wardrobe and stuff, you know, even he's changed. Well, what would you like him to use? If you were if you were to send it, what are we talking about here? An AK-47? Maybe like a, a buzzer system, a clickable, clickable buzzer. Well, last season, didn't like last season, he like, I mean, there was a lot of explosives in the last season, wherever they were, yes. like must have been super cheap for production because they had like helicopters there was explosives there was everything so like it was a little different i mean but when it comes to like the elimination i mean last year what they're in like the aggro crag or whatever the hell it was <laughs> you know it's it's always got to be the air horn it's got to be the air horn to your point last season they did this exact elimination and they lit the ball on fire for no reason mm. yeah it was incredible but amy like you said i mean AK-47. I mean, I'm I'm interested. I don't know. Let's see what happens. America. <laughs> just right? a can, like just a big boom, you know. <laughs> Amy, do you have a do you have a killed it or send it home? Or are you good to just participate? I'm just I'm just here to have a good time. <laughs> Which I'm still waiting to have. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, killed it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, killed it. That was good. 
All right, MVP of the episode. Shall we let our guest host go first here on the MVP? Amy? Okay, so this is an obvious choice, but for maybe non-obvious reasons. Um, I'm going for Horacio. Um, just because this typically is a sausage fest show, and I feel like you need to hear from half of the audience that is literally drooling on themselves every time Horacio is on the screen. <laughs> that man, I'm not I'm not saying he's the one that got away, especially if my husband listens to this, but I look twice. And I think he's charming. I think he's, oh, he's just at the flowers for Olivia. Stop. Get out of here. He's my ride or die is what he is. And yeah, he's good at the challenge. Oh, he's also got the respect of everyone. Everyone loves Horacio. I mean, uh, come on. So for obvious reasons, he's the MVP because he won and he beat, took down like David and Goliath or whatever. But he's also really hot. He he does truly have a 100% approval rating by everybody on the show. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's why he's got my vote. Except for when you come on to him and he says he's got a girlfriend already, and he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so did he or did he not? He didn't have a girlfriend? He totally <laughs> made it up. He made that up. Was this with Laurel? Yeah. yeah but the thing about Laurel is that she, I thought Laurel was a lesbian. Like she, she said she was a lesbian. So she's actually bisexual. I think she is bi. Yeah. I think she started off on the challenge straight, then uh, went with, uh, what's her name? Peanut butter. I forget her. Um, <laughs> one that's from Staten Island and is a firefighter. Oh, Nicole. Yeah, Nicole. Nicole. Oh, that heartbreaker. Yeah, full oh. circle. Well, maybe Horacio is just so sexy that she couldn't. It's just pretty awesome. That's a fact. <laughs> Chris um you know I, I wanted to give it to Horacio and I totally agree obviously um with all your points Amy he is hot um however there was someone else that I thought kind of got away with something today uh and I'm gonna give it to Anissa um because mm -hmm. she also had to stand up there strapped to Chauncey but Chauncey was so afraid of going out on this thing that she didn't have to do it. She didn't have to tango up 20 stories high. <laughs> and she just got a free pass. She was like, I don't want to be up here either. But Chauncey's just so afraid about it that she just didn't even have to do it. So I'm going to give it to Anissa for somehow figuring out this guy is afraid of heights way more than I am. So we're just not going to do this. She didn't even have to compete. It was great. You know what else I liked about Anissa tonight? And she did it last week, too. She's Tori's best friend and is still in the confessionals being like, please make this stop. This is yeah. the worst. So I love Anissa. Yeah. I mean, she's been doing this a while. And I think that comes into a larger conversation of like separating, like Jordan says it a lot, like there's game and there's, I'm a petty bitch. You do me dirty anywhere. I'm going to hold on to that forever. And she's really good at separating herself from emotions she is and she used to drive everybody crazy in the house because she used to be a hookup queen herself and remember like oh, yeah. you used to beg to get back into her bed and she'd just be like nope kick rock story <laughs> yeah that's because she, she's, what she she's older she's yeah. like this is the kids game i'm just coming in here trying to get my coin <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to give it to Horacio as well for all the same reasons. I did want to bring up one thing. He was so nice to Olivia, gets her flowers. Have you noticed that Olivia gives him backhanded compliments almost every single week? She's like, yeah, Horacio buckles under pressure. He does this. It's like, the guy's perfect. What are you complaining about? He's the best partner you could possibly have. And she adds in a little dig almost every episode about him. I think that's production. I think they're trying to give the element of like, like he's going to, he could lose, you know, like that's the the key every time where it's like, we all know he could very well win, but they're like, but he cracks sometimes. Yeah, it's true. I I think that they dig in on that. I don't know. There is something though, like after uh, their little like tiff a few weeks ago when they had like the mini final, I just like, I look at them and I'm like, how are you guys like ride or dies? Like, what is the relationship here? Like, especially this week, I don't know. And maybe it was because of the like backhanded things that you're saying, Danny. I'm just like, what, like, what brought you two together in this world? Like, are you like friends from middle school? Like, I wish I kind of knew more about that with like, especially the people we don't know. Like, obviously like, oh, Nani and Bananas, like they've competed on this game so many times and they're always had each other's backs, whatever, right? Like, we know all that, but like, and obviously Casey and Kenny, but like, you know, the ones that aren't, aren't obvious, like an Olivia and Horacio, how are they like such amazing friends? And where does- I wonder that about Fessy and Mariah too. Like yeah. never explained, they don't know anything about each other from the trivia. So I was like, are you guys just in the same like fitness circles in Miami? How, how, how do you know each other? Right. Well, like, they definitely hooked up. Like Fessy doesn't have girls that are friends. That's very true. <laughs> So there's definitely like, and the way that they like fractured so easily, like clearly, like he's done her dirty before. Like, I'm just trying to help you. Yeah, totally. Justine, you're the one girl I've dated that could squat the most. So I'd like you to be my partner. Exactly. Exactly. Side note, been the friend. Side note on Olivia and Horacio, though, too. Olivia, my wife pointed this out to me. Olivia has the most creative, like cleavage shirts <laughs> in my life yeah it's not even side boob it's like weird like <laughs> side <laughs> under like <laughs> yeah i don't even know how it works it's like the angle like gravity is like not a thing or something i don't know what's going on i'm like well what? surgery surgery is a thing but also but good for her just the shirts are just like where do you get these shirts that are like it's <laughs> like inside boob and like under outside i don't even know it's just crazy it's out of control <laughs> i love it and I love that observation. It's a great observation. Wife approved. Killed it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Loser of the episode, Amy. Who do you have? Um, this might be a little not controversial because obviously the loser would be uh what Jordan, but I as it was mentioned previously, he gaslit. Tori so much in this episode that I'm actually making her my loser because I think she should have fucking voted for him. And even though it turned out the way it did where he ended up going in, like the way that he's waxing poetic about, you know, like sometimes we ask what if, like, is this the end? Like she is sitting at home right now watching that under his spell still. Like he was doing you so dirty you know, hooking up with the most another beautiful woman, like in front of her face, like he had no care for any of her feelings. And I wanted her so badly. 
to, to be like, okay, Jordan, if it really is separate, like if you're going to take something from the game and have it affect our real life, then I'm going to put you to the test and I'm going to say your fucking name. And if you hold it against me, then much like when you went against Fessy, you're actually not a loyal dude. You're, you're loyal when it's convenient. It just so happens to have worked out for you in the past. So. And was this a hope or did any part of you think she would actually do that? I I actually think Tori sticks up for herself a lot in the sense that she does. She doesn't just let him walk all over her like when they're actually verbally fighting. However, this was an action where I thought that he was walking all over her. And again, I don't want to blame the woman in this situation, but I was I, I hope that she would have um, pushed back a little bit. So I'm going to have her be my loser because she he called her a fucking emotional terrorist, which, you know, yeah, maybe she was doing that. But like she was playing a card and he just didn't like it and he was going to really sacrificed her game you know her position in the game by doing so so i think that uh i think she should have kicked his ass to the curb i agree chris uh i says i (laughs) (laughs) um i'm gonna give my loser this week to casey i'm not gonna get as in depth but it felt like she was just riding high um throughout this game she's hanging out with her girlfriend nani and they're always talking about nani the only time she ever talks to camera this entire season she's talking about nani even when she talks about her brother kenny she's like oh like you know i'm just hanging out with nani and then i forget kenny's here but i'm here with nani you know and it's like okay she was riding high she's having a great time her brother was gone all of a sudden the rug just got swept out from underneath her she's in elimination and like you know, I don't know what this next thing is. It looked like it was a the rope knot kind of thing, which maybe they'll be good at, but I don't know. It, I would be afraid going against Jordan and Anissa regardless, um, just because, you know, obviously they're very smart and experienced competitors, and she's kind of dragging her brother along. So, yeah, sorry, Casey, you're my loser. Yeah, I'm sure Kenny has a lot of great attributes. I've yet to see any of them, but one of them is definitely not being good at the challenge. This guy has no future on this show. He's got a book he needs to read. <laughs> yeah, it's very <laughs> obvious we got the, the short end of that stick. <laughs> um, minus Chauncey, uh, one of the first quitters of the season, did it in a pivotal moment i guess we had veronica refuse to run earlier in the season that was kind of uh that was a quiet relatable, relatable. yes yeah. <laughs> this was a full-on quit in front of tj and tj was really pissed off about it yeah i, I think it's gonna be hard for chauncey to get tj's respect back after that yep mm-hmm. it's just not tj has one rule and you broke it yeah and I'm going to guess when, whenever he's eliminated, he's not going to say, I'm sure we'll see you back. <laughs> I'm sure he's not going to say that. <laughs> That's the Godfather blessing you. Yeah. Well, Amy, I think for your, for your first one, you did, you did pretty good. First and probably last. Right. I loved it. <laughs> thank Such you. From point of view. I love it. It was great. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I mean, typically I'm on the sidelines, um, just making fun of you guys for doing this, but, um, it feels, it feels good to really put myself out there. <laughs> just think well, about thank you for, for slumming it with us. Yeah. yeah. And then just a shout out to Tej. You know, I saw that you got some love from him last week and I just want to say, you know, 
he's a man of the people. You know, everybody loves him, but now, you know, he's part of the community. And so it makes you, sense. You didn't accept this invite until it was legitimized by TJ publicly. And <laughs> I was blessed. Well, once I, once, this was a real podcast till TJ uh, blessed it. Yeah. Well, once I found out that he, there was a small chance of him ever hearing my voice, I figured cancel my plans. Sign me up. Who knows? Maybe Horacio listens. Whoa. We <laughs> don't get me excited. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Until next week. That's it from the tribunal. Don't be a quitter. And don't. Be a layup. Wow, you guys killed it. You killed it. <laughs> <laughs> so dramatic. These pretzels are making me thirsty. Do you need me to write, do you need a couple wilds of that? <laughs> <laughs> no, don't don't make Danny do more. <laughs> he already does enough. <laughs>